Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Driveway Liberty Podcast, the only podcast recorded live in a driveway. Hey guys, welcome to Driveway Liberty Podcast. I am your Uncle Wes, and I'm sitting here with my good friends, Travis and Dan. And once again, man, we're trying to solve the world's problems right here from a driveway in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Fellas. Giving the people a voice, right? Yeah. Inspiring the French. You you know, the thing is, you cannot trust media anymore. And I think that's one of the reasons why not just lifting us up, but we are pretty smart individuals. But why shows like ours and others like them are so important. Well, the the key to this scenario is we're just regular Joes who have families. We we all have jobs outside of uh, us sitting in a driveway talking politics. We literally make no money from this. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, we've been doing it <laughs> two and a half years, and literally. I think we've might have brought in like twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. And we've reinvested all that. Yeah, in, yeah, we've used that meager equipment that we, right, have, yes. that we have. Look, I thought we signed up for an LLC, not a non-profit. <laughs> right, yeah. I think a non-profit would be more profitable at this point. <laughs> but, the, but the idea is people need to be engaged in this stuff. People need – you can listen to us to get information, and you're going to get our take from it. Sure. But what we encourage you to do is listen to our take – and then go look at the things that we're talking about and develop your own take. And but, it may be in line with ours because we're, 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 we're pretty, pretty much spot on. We're pretty much we're right on most of the time. At least we are for the version of America that the people who would listen to, sh- to the show would want. So we, we've been doing this for two and a half years and making no money because – it's a passion of ours. Well, and we this enjoy is, sitting in the driveway is, drinking beer. Too. Sure. I but mean, we can do that without putting a fucking microphone in front of us. Well, that's we true. did it for <laughs> plenty we of times prior to that. Season. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it, I, I don't know. I, this is how I feel. I think this is an obligation that people need to. It's a public service. People need to utilize whatever they can. Whatever talents they bring or whatever their means to be able to get involved in this fight, whatever that is. And it may just be voting and paying attention for most people. The paying attention part's important. Yes. You know, God bless me with a sultry baritone voice, and I feel like if I was not using it, I I would, you know, I would not be using the gifts God gave me. God gave me this nasally. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but let me tell you how effective we've been. We turned Bernie Sanders into a conservative. That's crazy, right? isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that right. crazy? You ready? I want you to listen to this, Clay. Yeah. I want you to listen carefully. All right. I'm ready. That it's the same word, and it's not the same word in the same concept. So how would you differentiate between equity and equality? Well, equality, we talk about... Uh, I don't know what the answer to that is. <laughs> Come to think of it, you know... Uh, equality is equality of opportunity. All right? We live in a society we want all people right. to have whatever color your skin is. Equity, I think, is more guarantee of outcome. Is it not? I, yeah, think, I think so. I think that's okay. Fine. So which do you come? Which side do you come down on? Oh, uh, equality. Equality. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I mean, that's basically a Rush Limbaugh. Right? open right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> what the, I mean... Look. Wait, hold on. So did uh, he just get caught off guard or uh, I mean Well, no, he doesn't know. He 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 doesn't believe what he says he believes. No. Yeah, he's full of shit. He's he, all about his three houses and Well, it's yeah. about to be four because he's got a yeah, but he's I, got a book out. I listen to that clip. I listen to that clip and I think Bernie Sanders is just a dumb fuck who doesn't pay attention. Okay. Yeah. Like he's he doesn't. I, didn't are you, say that, are you saying you're not for equality, Dan? Is that no, I'm saying? saying he's a dumb fuck because he's like, well, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I mean, it's like, so, dude, that's your religion that you've been prophesizing yeah. to all these people. You're Equity. a fake. You're a fake. Right. Yeah. Bernie yeah. Sanders is a fake. Yeah. There, there's res, religious zealots out there. 
that have fought for Bernie. Like the whole Bernie and Trump thing, Bernie before uh, uh, Hillary. Yeah. That whole scenario. I mean, you had legions of people who would run through walls for Bernie Sanders. Oh, yeah. they. I mean, they were all all. And this fuck is a fake. Democratic socialist. He's a complete fake. Which is basically like, socialism I, I with balloons. I never knew. Yeah. I, I actually believe Bernie was a a, a, a freaking religious zealot in this group. I thought he knew what he was talking about, and he was just a commie bastard. He's not. He's no. a fake. Yeah, no, he's a he's fraud. A, he's, he, a, he's he's W I F M. What's in it for me? Well, look, he's got a he hates capitalism so much. He's got a hardcover book out that you can buy for twenty nine ninety five, right? And if you want to see him on his book tour, it's ninety five dollars a seat. Oh, oh yeah, fucking book tour. Yeah, I mean, and 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 th- this is the problem. Th- these people don't know, right? It. it he, he wants a government answer all the time. And look, uh, I, I've told you guys plenty of times before, if you listen to uh, Bernie Sanders on Rogan, I think maybe 2019 when they're going through the Democratic primary, man, me and him agree on a lot of the same problems. Like 90% yeah. of the problems we agree with. Where we really disagree is the outcomes. Or, or, or the Or the how, to, how to solve, solve right. the problems. Yeah. And, and so, like, you know, you're talking about burning his three houses. And do you remember what his response was when somebody brought up he had three houses? Oh, well, like everybody in Vermont has three houses. No, no, that's not true in any way, <laughs> shape, or form, Bernie. Yeah, but right? that's that's not what I'm talking about. It's one thing to to live in the world that, that, that the current environment you're living in and, and, and profit from it. I'm talking about him. Yeah, it's not his, hypocrisy. It's his, hierarchy. But his he, philosophy. He believes he deserves he all of this. Yeah, but but he, like his answer to that, his original response when yes. Bill Maher anybody asked that anybody that's question, a true socialist or communist knows know. the answer to that. He didn't know. Yeah, anybody that's a true socialist or communist. So he's not no, real because what they want is equity. They want equality of outcome. Yes. What what anybody who believes in a meritocracy believes in American values wants is an equality of opportunity. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That, they that, want an equal chance to yeah, achieve. I, 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 look, and 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 I I, I would say. The, there's not an equal chance for a lot of people in this in this country. I don't think it's based off of race and gender. I think there's a lot of other different factors. But you know, our our school systems. If you live in a non-school choice state and you're stuck in a shitty failing school, guess what? You're probably going to be a shitty fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. It's not a hundred percent, but the large percentage. Well, you, there, it's a lot more effort to break out of that as opposed to. Yeah, I mean, like if yeah. you have you guys ever seen the documentary "They're Wonderful Whites" of West Virginia? Mm. Unfreaking believable. You guys should watch it. But it follows this family and they're all methed out. They're all going to jail. I mean, and they've got a seven year old kid who's chugging a two liter of Mountain Dew and doing backflips on a bed in a trailer. That kid has no hope. Yeah. And and so we can blame it. I blame the parents, sure. But this, why, they're in poor, podunk ass West Virginia. Did they ever have a chance? Which maybe. is about 85% of West Virginia. Right. But, but did they ever have a chance? Well, maybe. Certain people, I'm, I have no doubt, came out of that same area and were successful. Or at least weren't meth addicts with seven-year-olds chugging Mountain Dew and doing backflips. Yeah. I mean, the backflips are impressive, if we're Well, I mean, yeah. when I was seven, if you didn't let me chug a two-liter Mountain Dew, I'd have probably done a triple backflip. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, Bernie doesn't believe this. No, no, I, I, I don't think... Very, very, very few people on the left, I think, truly believe what they say. I think very few on the right truly believe what they it's say. It's a power struggle, and the way they look at it is, uh, if I can gain this power, I can do what I want. Kind of like what Bernie has done. Bernie, I mean, Bernie legitimately had the primary stole from him. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I am extremely disappointed I I thought Bernie was an acolyte. I thought he was. Look, there was a lot of Bernie supporters that flipped and became Trump supporters because it was that message of populism. Mm -hmm. No, I understand. There were some similar messages in there. But the. Like, Bernie's not real. No, 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 no. I'll be honest with you. I think that in the primaries in 2015 and 16. I think he probably was. 
I, I think he he was at that point, and I I think you what, think he's become well, jaded because he no, got screwed. No, I don't screwed, think he became or? jaded. I, I think they let him in the ivory tower, and he's like, "Ooh, this is nice. this is pretty sweet here." Yeah. <laughs> I think I like this. I got some yeah, but I think you, I think Mar caught him off guard, and he actually answered truthfully, which tells me he's not who he says he has been. Yeah, I mean, I, he. Could I don't also, think there's just this. Well, this I think unbelievable he, enlightenment and change in Bernie Sanders. I think he just fucking vomited out something he wasn't ready to talk you know, about. I, the more I talk about it, the more I think you could talk about a quality of opportunity in a few different ways. And you could say, well, we got to prop up these people because they don't have. But anyways, I mean, that's not that's not what he's saying there. Like, I, I, I truly think that that Bernie was a true believer, got let in the ivory tower, started looking around and was like, and now he's a fraud. Yeah. He may have been a fraud the whole time. I, I think he's a fraud the whole time. He has never his, had his, a. He's always been a government employee or a mooch. Yeah, he's. I, I mean, I if you look at a, his history, I believe he's a hundred percent fraud the entire time now, right. based yeah. on just that video. Yeah, clip. no, no. I mean, it, as much as we talk about it, it, as much as the left talks about equity, which is. You know, a quality of outcome, dude. He yeah. the, the fucking line is already made for him. How, how did he screw it up? Oh, I, yeah, I'm I'm with him. He's uh, a fraud. Hey, I haven't. All right, after we do beer reviews, yeah, I've got a video. I didn't even send it to you guys because I want you to hear it. I want to get your raw reaction. Okay. All right. So everybody after gotta stick around until after beer reviews. Yeah. Well, you tea should that. listen to the whole podcast. I know you should, but just yeah, it's a little tease there. There you a go. Tease. All right. What else you got, Dan? So Crowder is on Rumble now. So yeah. Mug Club is back, and we're gonna start seeing shows, <coughs> which is good. Hopefully, um, at some point, we'll get involved in that. Yeah, I mean, we sent him an email when he asked for him. Yeah, because so. we, we were we were literally the podcast he was talking about. Yeah, I mean, said, perfect description. Yes, it was us. Yeah, I have yet to get a return email. Yeah. So hopefully Crowder's not a fraud. Yep. Let's hope not. Well, you know, he's probably has screeners. I uh I sent off an, an endorsement for one of uh for local candidate that is trying to replace somebody on the on the board of county commissioners this week. I saw you. And know. yeah, I, I I blind copied both of you guys on that. Um and within two hours got a email a reply back from the state saying, thank you so much. We have placed this on that file, cool. which, which, you know, so if I can, <laughs> if I can get a reply back from the state of Florida, seems like Crowder would send us a reply back. Yeah. He's been busy working a lot over sure. the past couple of months. Well, I mean, I don't I really fully anticipate Steven Crowder himself to reply to the email. No, but he asked for he asked for for people like us to to reach out to him. Yeah, because he wants to create an entity in which people like us thrive. Yeah, and I'm all for us thriving. Sure. Yeah, I mean that that would be uh, that would be aside from me becoming a huge ass music star at 52 years old. That would be my dream. <laughs> that we could do this for a living. Yeah, and and hang out in the driveway and do that. Just think of the quality of content we could put together. Oh man, we, if we could do this daily, we could work on. Yeah, if we could, if I could actually research. Just think of all the if alcohol. If I didn't have to clean grills and repair grills, just think of all the alcohol we drink. I know. I, I actually we'd probably I, be dead in a year. I, 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 you know, I, I actually that, think I drink less. Now that you say that, we might have to make a couple of tweaks here. I actually You're right. think yeah. I drink less. Like, you only get beer reviews twice a week, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the only beer we would drink on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that would not be good. No, it, it, that would probably be uh, quite detrimental. To <laughs> All right. Health. So we had this keyed up for the live stream and we didn't end up getting to it. Uh, but let's talk about the uh, Frisco ISD. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot board. about that. That's oh, all, well, I mean, look, the live stream was quite spicy. Yeah. 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 And if well, you're not watching on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Pacific, I don't know what you're out. doing with You're your missing life. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you are, you're actually uh, wasting your entire life. 
I think I can say that. I think I think that's a pretty. You're, you're pretty, not you're not making the I'm not, proper I'm not, decisions. I'm not over exaggerating at all. Catch us on, you can catch us live on Facebook. Yeah, YouTube. We'd like to go live on Rumble. Yep. We but need we some need, help. With we that. need twenty five. Oh, well, are we, are we at twenty? We, we need, need more 100. subscribers. Let me look. I'll, I'll look we, we need more quick. subscribers. We need. Yeah. yeah, we need to increase Rumble. the amount of subscribers. Rumble. On Rumble. So, yeah. Crowder's right. there. He's, we, we need. All right. So while so while we're talking about this and we're looking up Rumble and all that good stuff, I'm gonna go ahead and start playing this clip. All right. Do you want to set it up anyway, Dan? We just want to play it. Play it. All right. Oh, I forgot about the intro. Ouch. Oh, it's just naming some people here. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is members of the school board. Blah, blah, blah. Debbie Gillespie and some of. So I'm Renee Archando. I have been on the board since 2018. So I'm in my, in my, going on my sixth year. Um, and I currently serve as president of the board. It's my second year in that space. So I'm Debbie Gillespie. Um, I, this is my 12th year. So, All right, Travis, and, uh, pause this real quick. Yeah. So they're just, this isn't an actual school board meeting. Right. You're just sitting around at a, a restaurant, cafe, or whatever. Yeah, I think it's just like talking to activists or With a bunch of, yeah. bunch of people. Okay. It is exhausting, but I'm currently vice president, been secretary before. The other role that I'm serving right now that they are attacking me for, and I say they are attacking is I have been on the, the Texas Association of School Boards um, board since 2014, and I am I just took over presidency in September. I am so tired of having, because every time it's on a board meeting, every time it's on an agenda, the entire crowd now can come and speak about how Terrible-making I can also put it on any agenda. They want it on the regular board meetings because it's a show. If they ask for anything transgender policy going yeah. forward, it will be on a special meeting in the middle of the day that no one goes to. And if you get that, Renee, mm. I would also want to be very careful with that, too, because we want to avoid a stigma that there is something wrong with very haphazard. So how do we control the message to the media? Good luck. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> so how do we control the message to the media that doesn't... No, you need interviews. And that's the thing. You need local journalism. Some allies. Board members, you know, need to get interviewed. Like, yes. Oh, we're running up to elections. Let's interview each board member so we can wow. hear their thoughts and their... And they brain. do that. During election season, they do that. The only way we can combat what they're doing is to make sure our board stays in the majority of good guys. That's all we can do. Because... The state, but if they change the state law, they won't. Good they, they will try, but they are they have never been successful in passing a bathroom policy at the state you know, level. Like, you know, Texas, Texas, by the way. Yep, Texas. Yeah. Texas. You don't need to be sued. You need to be thrown in a fucking wood chipper. Yeah. I mean, and I just sent you a Project Veritas video along those same lines where they catch an East Meadows, which is in New York, uh, assistant school superintendent talking about how their hiring practices. Oh, yeah. So... I lived not far from Frisco in the early 2000s. Yeah. 
Right, that that is like what you think. Now it's grown up a lot, and there's a lot of money flowing in there, uh, basically because the money's got out of Dallas proper and gone up to Frisco and Plano and all that. Mm-hmm. But that that is every wealthy suburb of a big city in the entire country. Absolutely, Everyone, it is. That's every school absolutely board. it is. And and look what they said there. I ain't real like. I gotta be honest with you. Uh, we were to be having all those same conversations, um, the exact same way. Like, oh, we we just control the narrative. Oh, we do this. Oh, we we pull a Florida and don't let the Democrats back in power for a hundred years. I mean, that's all the conversations we should be having. Yeah, about school boards. But I mean, th- what what was said in there was, you know, it, it it's Texas, and I think we talked about with Doctor Ward, like. You know, oh, don't you know? Don't mess with Texas. That doesn't that doesn't exist anymore. No, no, they are messing with Texas from within. Yeah, is what's going. Well, they on. infiltrated Texas. Yeah, and and it's just getting worse. I mean, and and at some point, I I I don't know what Texas needs to do. Like, they, but, they, but they that talk, shit's well, going they, on right here in Florida. Oh, I assure you. Oh, I, it is 100%. going on right here in Florida. Mm-hmm. You have. You have educators, you have administrators in schools that are like covertly attempting to groom kids in a certain way in a certain capacity. Look, which is why I have supported, which is a Republican Liberty Caucus bill, to have partisan school board elections. Yeah. And I know we've had a couple of candidates <clears throat> on that disagree with that. No, I, I got to be honest with you. I know I, we talked about not voting based off RD. But when it comes to school but, board, that's a pretty clear delineator. But you, you yeah. made the point, I think, in our previous cast is your politics permeate your life. So if you not declaring as a candidate for school board a certain party, that doesn't eliminate you from from doing your job in a certain way. Right. So you're, you're the, the way that you believe is going to come out in the way that you do your job, mm-hmm. especially when your job is to educate our youth. Yes. You know, I, so I, I, if you, if you're not going to tell us which part of the political spe- spectrum you're on, then I don't want you on the fucking school board. I had a liberal professor tell me, liberal professor tell me that all science all advanced scientific research is influenced by ideology. Well, these are PhD level individuals who are supposed to be following the scientific method to come to conclusions. If that's the case, there's no doubt that anybody that sits on a school board that sits as a teacher in a class that sits as a principal, as an administrator, is influenced by their ideology. Well, look at climate change. It's not a real science. They do not not research this stuff with the true scientific method. It's Mm. not sanitized. It's not a hypothesis. And it's all, here's the end result we want. Now we're going to prove it. Well, I mean, you look at, they say 90% of scientists are, are agree. That the well, climate no change is a thing. That, there, there's the consent. It, you look at the backgrounds of those ninety percent of those scientists that agree, and very few of them are in meteorology. Very few of them are in climatology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are like, like some dude studying fucking rocks as a geologist well, and saying well, that I mean, or it whatever. Was- what ninety percent of science, or ninety nine, agreed the Earth was flat. Uh, ninety nine agreed that the Earth was the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, we can, like the, the consensus a hundred years ago was to cure the common cold. Well, not a hundred, two hundred well, years ago. Literally, all cure the common just, cold. As recently all, as the late eighteen hundreds, they thought spontaneous generation was a thing because they left potato sacks sitting out there, and rats started showing up. So they thought that's how rats <laughs> rats bred. Rats were born yeah. out of potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so again. It, it, uh, we've talked about it a lot. 
The school board and sheriff are probably the two most important sure. elections mm-hmm. in in any city, county, whatever. Obviously, in a city, you don't have a sheriff. But, like, the, the, the way that people, you know, it was kind of sad that we had less votes for our school board candidates just overall than total primary voters. Yeah. Like, that is the future. And And we had multiple town halls with them. Yeah. and But that's how liberal, this liberal mindset that we're combating, we are sitting here panicking over. And, 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 And it's nothing short of a panic because we're sitting here and wondering why 15 year olds think they need to cut their breasts off or why 12 year olds think they're gay. Or why this or that, or and why, it's because they have recognized freaking twelve year olds. That, that was a week at, that nobody else was paying attention to these elections, mm-hmm. yep. and as a result, you've got don't mess with Texas that's being messed the fuck up. Yeah, oh, I agree. <coughs> and it's you know the governor uh, DeSantis can't remember. I think it's supposed to be soon. He's 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 got a school board strategy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he put his finger, I think it was... Well, there's a bill right now, I think I mentioned it on the last audio cast, where they <laughs> they're outlaw any party that's ever supported slavery. Yeah. Right. But with, the, like, a governor getting involved in local school boards, I mean, that's huge. Sure. I mean, that that is, like, that's the future, right? Like, we obviously we want to fight the vaccine battles and the Second Amendment battles and the battles over this and that. The future is the school boards. Yep. The future is fighting that battle. Okay. So you, you got to be able to look at both. All right. And you got to be somewhat involved in both. And look, Miles for Liberty has done a f- phenomenal job, both our local chapter and nationally, at exposing a lot of this stuff that's going on in our schools. Yep. Remember, we talked about the teacher that said, the kindergarten teacher who said he didn't know if he could still be a teacher in Florida. Because he would have to cover up his lifestyle and not talk about going paddleboarding with his husband. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Enact the policies. Look, I, I we had someone text us some stuff today. Now I'm not going to get into specifics of it. And what was my reply? Hey, if we were really interested in this county of protecting our freedom and liberty and our way of life. This person would lose their business license and be exiled. Yep. Mm-hmm. If, if we if we truly cared about the future, that person is a detriment to the future of this county and the present. But that that's the reality. However, when I say that stuff, people look at me like I just grew a third head. All right. And I'm like, are are, are you that, that that's what liberty is. Liberty has to be enforced. Hey, look, this is what we do in our county. If you don't like it, this is not the county for you. Yeah, we're going to enact these policies, and if you don't like it, you know, maybe maybe you should look at somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. And, we'll, and we'll show you to the door. And, and, and how many, you know, we've seen the articles, we've talked about it, where these folks are, you know, like the articles, like uh, an op-ed, like I had to move out of Tennessee because of this, this policy and that policy. Good. Sure. Keep going, Tennessee. All right, let's take a little break, and we'll be right back with beer reviews. Hey, guys, it's Wes. I want to thank you so much for helping our podcast grow. We are so excited about the growth we've experienced in our listenership this year, and we're very excited to be able to now offer sponsorships for liberty-minded business owners right here on our podcast. So reach out to us. You can contact me directly at Wes at WesHerndon.com or you can go to our Facebook page. It's Facebook.com forward slash The Driveway Liberty Podcast. Send us a message, man, if you're interested. We'd love to have you as a sponsor. And maybe if you're local or nearby, we can actually shoot a podcast directly at your business. Either way, let's get back to the broadcast. All right, guys. Welcome back to The Driveway Liberty Podcast. It is time. For beer views, beer views, beer views. All right, guys, it is time. It's that wondrous time in the podcast where we discuss 
what beers we're drinking. Dan, what you drinking, buddy? <laughs> that was perfect time. <laughs> perfect. Well, tonight I'm drinking a beta amber. Nice. This, you know what? Since Fat Tire fell off the cliff, this is uh, it's about as good as it gets. That's your good. Yingling's good. The Yingling's good because you can buy it anywhere. Walmart's right. got cases of Yingling. Sure. A beat is a better beer. Tastes better. But it's it's light too. It's like four and a half ABV. Uh-huh. So nice. You can drink a case of it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, and, Not and that if it was five and a half, we couldn't also or six, yeah. I mean, six and I, and a half I might I, get a little. I mean, I, I've sat down and drank with everybody at this table, and I think everybody at this table, six percent, I think, is the limit where we could drink a case. Yeah, but three quarters a case, you know, six four and, and a half. half. Yeah. Four and a half, we could, we could drink. We could drink all and, day and do a show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I be agree. all right. I agree. Yeah, so, yeah that's good. true. That is absolutely. I like true. these amber ales. That's yeah. my favorite yeah. kind of beer. So. Uh, I think I'm gonna good. go avalanche amber. Although I haven't a- seen that avalanche, in cans but I think avalanche is a higher ABV. It's like five point seven. Right. But this I, is four and a half. This I mean, very we, we we literally just said six percent is probably the cutoff on the case. <laughs> well, so five point seven still within that. Yeah, but that, I think that's just an approximation. Well, I don't I, know if I that's reality. That, I think that one night at um, uh, the sports bar, I think me and Dan went to for Bogo Avalanche. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have had a dozen 16-ouncers. And we were pretty I, – I mean, I could. I think we kept going. I can't remember yeah. exactly. I drank 10. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, remember uh, drinking 10. Yeah, it was 10. And, or, yeah. and Elena drove us home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, maybe I couldn't drink. Yeah. <laughs> it was 10. 10 put a hurting on us. <laughs> well, it was 10 in like two hours because it was bogus. We <laughs> That's were like, oh, true. I gotta go. That's gotta true. go. That's true. And I think there were 16 ounce glasses they too were. on top of it. Yes. And it was draft, which makes you drunk. I don't yeah. think that's true yeah. at all, but it's the carbon dioxide. Anyways, yeah. uh, I'm drinking Yingling because I still had. That's all I put in my cooler because that's all I had at the house. Listen, representing. Yeah. If you watched the live stream, you heard why I had Yingling. So there you yeah. go. Just. Yingling's a good beer. It is a good beer. I don't have an issue with Yingling. Stable, I actually like the Yingling stable. lights and the flights and all of the Yinglings are pretty good. I like I like calling it Yangling. Yang. <laughs> my Yangling. My Yangling. My Yangling. Yeah. Right. So I uh it, it was kind of funny. Yingling is uh a beer that was not in va- available in Georgia till probably like two thousand seven. Mm. And uh um, missing out. I uh, actually heard, I, I had this, uh, we called them the Swedish Mafia. But uh, there's a gentleman who was an immigrant from Sweden. He was in his 70s. He was my neighbor in, in Macon, Georgia, who uh, moved in. And he's the gentleman who introduced me to Yingling. Back and, when it was bootleg or? Yeah, well, I mean, he was he. They would like go on a trip to like North Carolina or Virginia or something. He'd bring right. some back, right. and it wasn't available. And um, this guy is a a true American uh, success story. He he came here uh, during World War Two. He came to the United States during World War Two. Had a dollar thirty seven in his pocket could not speak a lick of english nice and he came and he uh they told him the quickest path to citizenship was to join the air force or join the military right he joined the air force he fought world war ii for the united states not speaking english not well he learned it quick right um, some key words. Yeah, <laughs> he learned some key words like yeah, yeah. Don't Albania. He he learned where the bathroom was, and um, you know, I mean, he 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 came and he worked in a carpet factory majority of his life and retired, and we called him Papa Swede. That's what we called him. Matter of fact, I think his uh his real name was Steve Svensson. <laughs> Steve. Steve Svensson was his name. 
And uh, we called him Papa Sweet because he was an older gentleman, you know, in his 70s. And uh, we moved in this neighborhood, and we actually lived there like eight, nine months before I ever met him. And he lived like six doors down. And once I met him, man, it was like every weekend where he and I were like smoking ribs and he and drinking beer. <laughs> like, like, I mean, yeah, he was like the coolest dude I ever met. Did he in ever my make life. you meatballs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made meatballs and um, jelly and barbecue sauce. Right, yeah, that's not <laughs> yeah. Swedish meatballs. That's not Swedish. That's redneck meatballs. meatballs. <laughs> right, yeah. He had a little grape, a little Bama grape jelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some sweet baby rays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, right. that's not sweet. That's, that's not Swedish at all. I assure you. But he, I mean, he was just a hell of a dude. Hell of a dude. He, he ended up uh, not in a, a, a charming story on a, on a sad note, but he had worked for this carpet outlet, and he the carpet they made, he, he got the uh, asbestos. Yeah. Uh, lung cancer and ended up killing mesothelioma. Him. Mesothelioma. Yeah. He was like seventy-eight years old, and his his wife was a sweet old Southern girl from Columbus, Georgia. Oh, yeah. Mama Sweet. That's what we called her. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would, she's still kicking. She's well, to to this day is still kicking, and they were just the sweetest folks you ever meet in your life. But. All right, so I teased a video. I'm drinking Miller Lite. By the way. <laughs> I was going to say, what are you, <laughs> shit. What are you drinking? Well, ten effing minutes to get to that. Like, well, I mean, you were talking about Yingling, and that made me think of Papa Sweet. Okay. Well, all right. So I, I literally the drink Yingling every week. Okay. That's yeah. good. Never heard the Papa <laughs> yeah. Sweet story. That, that is a valid point. Dan's brought up Yingling at least a hundred times. And well, I'm 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 in this mood where I'm just reminiscing about shit. You know, I mean, fair enough. Just fair enough. All right. So I teased this video and uh, I saw this. I actually did send it to you guys. I, I forgot that I did, but it it is the perfect encapsulation of what our society has done to women. And I fear when so many of these women, like this young lady, we're going to list this two-minute clip on, when they figure it out, I, I don't know what direction it goes. I don't think it's good, though. So mm. I'm just going to play the clip. It's a very depressing clip. It is. I'm sitting here with just this horrible realization. Oh, yeah. I've been divorced for three years, and in that three That's years, important. I have spent most of my days figuring out how I can become physically, mentally, financially, spiritually healthy enough to be able to afford and take care of a child. And not only have I taken that time, but I've done the math, and it it does not work out. I am not young enough, or fertile enough, or financially stable enough. To even do another round of IVF and at 36 like I'm sorry like you're gonna say like you have time like I don't because I can't spend another minute of my life trying to make something work When I'm just fighting upstream, I don't have a support system. I don't have the money. I don't have the resources or the community. And it just kills me. It kills me that I had embryos with my ex-husband that were viable. And they're just gone now. And my future... My future with those children Yeah, that's pretty depressing there. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we've we have to address one of the first things she said is she's been divorced for three years. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to have a kid out of wedlock since well uh, through IVF, IVF so yeah. in vitro right. but yeah you're, you're right yes yeah. um and she had viable embryos with her ex now i don't know the backstory there he may have been a cheater may have she been. may but, have but, cheated but, well let's start at that policy because that was a policy put forth by republicans which was no fault divorce mm-hmm. and that is a terrible policy that needs to be completely done away with it has been terrible for the family unit. Yeah. Because you need to make your case. Like, I don't, again, we don't know the story, but if she's 36, been divorced, like, you know how much I grew up from the, oh shit, just the time I was 30 to 40, much less 25 to 30, you know, from 33 to, I mean, like, and, and we have, whether or not, maybe the dude was cheating, maybe he's beating her. I don't think she'd be reminiscing about all the resources and stuff she had if she was still with him. If that was the case, but we we have normalized that to the point where e- even if there was a reason, right? Like, but but it's so normalized that that we we've created this culture, this country where that's just the easy way out. Well, shit, there's billboards that says six hundred dollar divorce or three. It used to no be fault, no fault divorce. Yeah. yeah. Now look, I. I'm 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 not uh, I I think there are good biblical reasons for divorce. I'm I get it. Like and I understand there's situations and there's all uh, and I'm not pointing the finger at anybody. Right? But what I'm saying is that as a policy in this country has been hugely detrimental. Yeah, if it wasn't so easy, you'd be forced to work out your differences and maybe maybe a, a large percentage of those or, or even if it's a small percentage it's still a significant number of families that are still intact well and it as Kids somebody that dads at home sitting at this table that's been married three times mm-hmm. i made extremely stupid decisions mm-hmm. the first two times i got married and um if i and I don't know, especially with the first one, because I grew up Southern Baptist and divorce was not an option. But maybe in the back of my mind, if it didn't work out, that was an option. Sure. And both of my both my first and second divorces were no-fault divorces. And I chose both of those because of the ease in which I could get out without having to go to court. Like my first wife, I didn't want to see again. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, she literally tried to kill me. Right. And I, I just didn't want to see her again. I was 19 when I got married. Um, 19 and a half when I got divorced. And um, I whatever it took that I just didn't have to see that woman again, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, and look I, again. I'm not. I'm not pointing fingers. I, I'm saying as a whole. Like I'm. I, I do agree. If you were threatened with bodily harm, I don't know that I would call that a no fault. It may have been filed under no fault, but I'm, well, the thing is, is it was it, the quickest. It, well, but the quickest but, day to get but also right, the the, the criminal yeah. justice system is stacked against a man defending himself against a woman. So that's true. I mean, you know, if a woman is attacking a man and you, and a man strikes a woman, oh no, I I agree with you, and I'm look, I'm so, not so so that that's the you know it wasn't a thing of like well I wasn't man enough to defend myself in that particular sure, situation. No, I, it was a you were well, smart I, enough not I to. was smart enough not to yeah. And look I, again, I'm not pointing the finger at, at anything, and I'm not saying you weren't right to leave the first one. I'm not, but I'm as, not, a I'm general, not, as a general, as a general, it's been a huge detriment. To our society, no, just do, easy peasy divorce, easy peasy marriage. Yeah, I yeah, get, I get right. that. I, I, what I'm trying to do is play a little bit well, of the devil's advocate. Yeah, kind of, you've kind of belittled the the meaning behind it. Well, you've belittled the what 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 we've done as society is reduced the uh, the the um, institution of marriage. We we have mm-hmm. we have greatly. It, you know, uh, well, you know what? If it doesn't work out, we'll move on. It is what it is. Well, it, you know it, what I'm saying? It's like, become that's, a, 
all marriages become a civil union. It's been yeah. a, a a a lawful type engagement, right? A business decision, basically. Right. So again, I, I don't I don't know this young lady's story, and and I'm I'm not necessarily judging all, and I'm not I'm just talking about it as as a whole. It, it, it has. Well, what what's more troubling to me about that video is the fact that all right, you were married. Mm-hmm. Now that you're not married, you're attempting to have a child. Well, I, well, I, we I, have I, glorified the single mother or single father. Sure. No, I agree. More so, the single mother. Yeah. Than we have the single father, and we have that part. It's like after our child was born. April and I started having some marital issues. And it was to a point to where if we didn't have the child, I would have probably been divorced three times. If, I mean, and I'm just burying my soul here. Um, But because we had a child, and I knew because my father was so busy, and even though, my mom and dad didn't divorce until after I was a out of I was an adult. Mm-hmm. I knew what it was like to grow up in a household where my father wasn't home very much. Well, you 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 placed the priority on your child. I did, and 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 and, the, and how many times does is that not? Well, the and case? that's the right priority. And yeah, look, I mean, I'm. I'm sure they're still look. I, I don't know. You had no married. idea this thing was going to go this direction. No, I mean, I, but, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, but but like, I, I think there's a lot of things in here that we could talk about culturally. I, I, I'm just kind of starting at the beginning. Yeah. But, but I'm a I'm a firm believer. I mean, where you're going with this, I think we're in violent agreement. No, no, no. I, yeah. um, I'm a firm believer in children are best raised by two parents 100 percent, male and female parents well that to me that that's that, that, that is provable. the point behind the the no-fault divorces factually that, that is the the collateral damage of it right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. at 19 and in 19 and a half getting divorced okay well they, like there maybe there's some collateral damage but there's really not as right. far as the children go. no there was no children right. involved you know uh, it, but but we we created that policy and it has been hugely detrimental. It split up so many homes. It's probably ruined a lot of kids. I mean, I, I went through it when I was young. That was no fun. Now I ended up with a, a cool stepdad and a cool stepmom, like you know, and and four grand sets of grandparents that loved me. And Christmas was freaking awesome. I got yeah, all kinds, you know, right. but like there, there's also a lot of stuff that I would forego all that. Yeah, to not to not go through some of that. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so I think that policy as a whole we we implemented it and and it's not it, it's been detrimental to the family unit which is the foundation of a country I'm not saying there's not individual things here or there that make sense but w- once you're married and there's kids involved yeah you know I, I would even be fine like all right we w- once you have kids uh no fault divorce goes away i don't care like wh- whatever yeah but but this person is going through like there's so much cultural so many cultural factors in here. Why is she waiting until her mid to late thirties to try yeah, to have a baby? Right. Hey, you were real fertile, real fertile from 18 to 25. Yeah. Well, our society 18 to 30. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our society has told her she's six years younger than I am. Five, five years younger than I am. Told her like, Oh, you're a girl boss. You're this. No, you, you got to go. You got to travel and see the world and you got to do all this. And you know what? You can have a family some other time. And, and you know, if, if, if the man, we have created this culture and, and there's going to be so many women like this that get to their mid to late thirties, get in their forties and fifties. They look around and, and all they got is their cat. And she says it over and over. I have no community. I have no support structure. Let's go back to that. What, what do we tell kids? Oh, when you're 18, you get the hell out of here and you go off to college. Right. And most folks are going somewhere, not close by. And then we've told them, go to the cities. Right. Oh, you, you want opportunity? You got to go to New York or Dallas or LA or Miami or whatever. Yeah. And, and just our entire culture is in the, the so many issues with our culture is in that two minute video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if our culture rewarded <laughs> getting married young, making as many babies as you can in your early twenties. Yeah. Staying together. 
good or bad, and hey, producing look. six I, I, or seven kids well, yeah. that were hey, hey, y'all great my for wife, society. Be honest with you, like there's sometimes like I could, you know, if I read, if, like I got a pillow in my hand, I'm like, I'm gonna let it slide, you know. But like, it, but if those things aren't an option, it's the it, it's more of the talk about the entire culture we've created that. That we've got so many women like this. In our well, nation. if you take and you create a framework and say, all right, you've got to operate in this framework. You figure it out. Meaning, all right, divorce is an option, but it's not an easy option. Well, for, you know, I mean, when April and I were having our issues, I, I was like, look, this kid's not, I'm not living in a separate household mm -hmm. for this kid to grow up after 18 we can we can discuss this again but we're not doing it and we worked it out because that was the parameters in which i was willing to operate and, and look at where you're at now yeah she like that bump in the road 50 like of the time that yeah, bump right. in the road <laughs> she likes me know. at least seven days a month yeah yeah <laughs> so. but how, how many times have could it, if if it wasn't such an easy out, how many times could it we we be in those scenarios where we're five years down the road and like holy shit, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, I didn't absolutely, end this and, and that's the thing. That's what we don't realize. And, and and you can you talk about that. There's so much tied into that video of our culture and and what we're willing to do. We we've become super soft on, on overcoming hard times Yes, because mm -hmm. we are given these easy outs from these hard times. Yes. And, and look, I am, I will sit here and argue to the day I, I, of my last breath that the first two marriages I'm, I, I needed to get out of. Sure. I mean, the second one was just stupid. And well, I mean, there weren't yeah, any, but that, there weren't, that might be kids involved. No kids right, involved, but, but, I mean, but, but I would, I mean, but that being said, if the parameters were different, would I have stayed and worked those out? Probably because we, we're like water well, as, who, as who humans, we, we, we go yeah. to the path of least resistance. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and again, it's not. I'm not pointing finger. I'm talking about just the culture as a whole. No, I don't. And, I, I'm not we, taking it as a, a pointed finger. I'm just for the listener. I'm trying to point and paint a different you know, I, perspective. I think my stepdad, before he passed away, had been married five or six times. Mm. You know, and 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 it and it is what it is, right? And that that's the culture we have. What what I worry about is, you know, we all have daughters. They're all about the same age. Yep. And, and they're even 20 years further down the road than this young lady of even more of the, hey, you're the girl boss. Hey, you are just as good as any man. You can do anything uh, a man yeah. can do. Hey, you don't need a man, sis. Right. You know, like all all this stuff. And, 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 and all of that may be true in some aspects. You're never going to have a fulfilling life. You got a cat, Dan? No. Okay. Well, you do now. He needs to know he doesn't belong <laughs> here. You... you you know the 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 maximum fulfillment in life is, is having a family, right? And 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 staying together and having that well, person to we've share. We've demonized the whole. Don't go in my garage. We've well, he's not even close to your garage. No, that cat was eyeballing the garage. Ah, like whatever. Oh, it's oh, kind of warm in there. You just real loud and he'll go away. The we've demonized this whole fam family atmosphere. We've glorified yeah. single mom and single dad. But and just single life in general. Yeah. We've demonized the nuclear family. Right. Well, and the reason that's been demonized is because that's part and parcel of that Alinsky method stuff mm -hmm. that we talked about on the live It's easier stream. to control the single yes. mom. And the single it's family. easier to control. It's easier to. They're uh, on government assistance. They yep. need help. Right. Look, I, they're I, not independent. Look, she says, what? She goes through physically healthy, mentally healthy, spiritually healthy. All those things. When when my daughter was born, I was none of those things. My daughter was born on Medicare, Medicaid. All right, and we were on food stamps and whatever. That was a damn good. Uh, that was the best meal. Coming off of that shit sucked. But when we got to a point where I felt like we could afford it, we like, hey, this 
hey, we're moving on. Yeah. Like, we and and look, we needed help at that point. We were young and and dumb, and you know, my wife couldn't keep her hands off of me. You know, and stuff happens. Yeah. We just and, and initially we didn't decide to get married. Then we decided to get married. Then we looked around. I was like, holy shit, we are poor. Like the poor people are making fun of us poor, <laughs> yeah. right? And and like I like the roaches are helping you look for rent money. And, and yeah. I I pushed back hard against the get using any of these government programs. I I was a rush baby. I'm like, I'm not doing this shit. I worked seventy four jobs, uh, and it was my brother in law. And he he's like, dude, like you're gonna pay taxes for a long time. The help's there. Use it temporarily. Do this for your family. And I begrudgingly did it. I'm glad I did. It it, it was very helpful at a time that we really needed it. And then we moved on. But, you know, I've told, I've told the wife, if we got divorced now, not now, but before I was making what I'm making now, like, shit, we'd be better off to get divorced on paper and still stay together because we get all kinds of freaking benefits. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's what we're incentivizing mm-hmm. in our, in our culture. And we have to find a way if we want our culture to continue, if we want our country all right. D- demographics is destiny. The left has said that for years. They meant it about illegal immigration, but it's a reality in, uh, we got to start having a bunch of babies. Like how many places have you been that are fully staffed in the last, oh shit. Let's just say 10 years. Zero. It's been a minute. Okay. Now is that because people don't want to work? Maybe I, I put a little bit on it. Well, it's yeah. cause they don't have to. I, I, I would also say that, uh, Maybe there's just not enough people for all the businesses. Then you go through COVID and the jabs and, you know, I think Elon Musk recently said it. He's like, if, if we want to continue moving forward as a society, we got to start having a bunch of kids. Somebody's got to do this work. Yeah. Right. We all have jobs to do and parts to play in a society. And part of it is perpetuating the fucking species. Like yeah, that, that li- is literally the whole purpose when you create a family, you have children, you cultivate those children and 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 bring up those children so they become a pro- a productive member of society. Right. So they're the next generation that does the the things that need to be done yeah. to move mm-hmm. society forward. Right. We're we're doing the opposite of those things. Well, we're discouraging having a family. Yeah. We've killed 60 million babies. Mm-hmm. Somehow it's been perpetuated that you may be a girl, you may not. It just yeah. depends yeah. on well, we how don't, you well, feel. Well, listen, well, once you, you go on the hormone therapy or whatever, you're done. You ain't having two, kids ever again. Two, yeah. two girls can't make a baby and two guys can't make a baby. Right. That's, that's true. We got all that. Now we got kids cutting off their freaking genitalia to produce babies. Yeah, right. I'm mean, having hysterectomies as as fucking nineteen year olds. Look, the most punk rock thing to do right now for like Danny, who's about to turn eighteen, would be to get married, go work a trade, and start cranking out babies. Like that's the most punk rock, yeah. screw the government thing you could possibly do right now. Mm-hmm. It is crazy culture. It's crazy that we've got to, to that be point. normal. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, like <laughs> yeah. it is, it is unbelievable. And and we see from a policy and a politics standpoint. We've got to figure out a way to incentivize families, well, having the, the, families. The problem you have is the people in power lose power when you do that. Because families pay more attention than solo individuals with kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're <laughs> sure, no, I, it's it's I'm it's, it's anti. It, it's it's against their own preservation to promote those things. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Which well, is which is completely <laughs> fucked up. We're yep. so ass backwards. And 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 how do we reverse this thing? Well, you got thirty how, seconds how? To, to say how. I, th- there's a couple ways, and you aren't gonna like either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next time yeah. to hear Dan's couple ways that you're not gonna like. Yeah, that'll work for a teaser. <laughs> hey, guys, if you like the Driveway Liberty Podcast, go to the thedrivewaylibertypodcast.com and be sure to subscribe, share, like, any way you can. All of our socials are there. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube, Rumble. Rumble. 
Um, and if you really love the podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash driveway liberty podcast. Or if you just kind of somewhat like it. Yeah. 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 If if you love if you word. listen. Yeah. If you this? listen to any episode of our it, podcast. <laughs> if you will subscribe for two thousand dollars a month, we just won't do the podcast. How about that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like we'll like, pack our shit right, up and yeah, go home. Using right, a yeah. reverend yeah. West line. Yeah. yeah. Two thousand bucks a month. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, we'll just and, and as long as you're giving us that and it's just free money, we don't got to do anything. Yeah. Right. We'll just sit here and drink beer. That's yeah, right. yeah, that's right. And, and not and, record. And remove it. the microphones. Right, yeah. we'll record it. We just won't put it out there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, for Travis and Dan, I am your uncle Wes, and we will see you next time on the Driveway Liberty Podcast. You are so-